Welcome back to Relentless. This is episode number two. Yay! <laughs> thank you for tuning in. If it's your first time here, thank you, and I hope you love it here. Relentless is your podcast to help you grow, get tough, and maintain individuality, which is so important. Regardless of all the hats you wear and the responsibilities you have, you are always an individual first. You're a person with hopes, dreams, and desires. That is my philosophy, and I will preach about it until the day I die. You should be the most important person in your life. Your wants and needs are just as important as everybody else's, and your well-being should be top priority. Do you hear me? So from this day forward, commit to making yourself your number one priority, and I promise, life will never be the same. More on that in a future episode, but on today's agenda, we have the importance of knowing who you are, cultivating self-worth, and fighting for your dreams. Let's discuss the importance of knowing who you are first, because this is so foundational to self-mastery. And let me tell you a very personal story. It's about my dad. When I was in high school, I was talking to my dad in our kitchen, in our, in our dining room, and he had me look out the sliding door. And he asked me, what do you see? And I looked. I saw nothing. So I said, nothing. I don't see anything. Nothing. It was a beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. And so I said, nothing. And do you know, do you want to know what he said to me? He said, exactly, that's exactly what you're going to be without me, nothing. Very interesting, but that comment had zero effect on me. It didn't hurt me or upset me in any kind of way because I knew who I was. I didn't say anything then, but in my mind, I thought, well, that's really interesting because my academic achievements would say otherwise. But okay, <laughs> that was his opinion. But I view myself differently. I viewed myself differently. And so it meant nothing to me. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't upset, right? I didn't haunt me. I wasn't traumatized by it. It was nothing. <laughs> okay, let me share another very personal story. This one was about... An ex. Many years ago, I had an ex discourage me from working because according to him, I'd only make $45,000 and what is that going to do? This time, I felt disappointed because that meant he didn't know who I was. Because if he knew who I was, he would not be saying that. But I knew who I was. My mind, my abilities, my vision for myself, and who I am as a person are worth a whole lot more than $45,000. So hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and I share these stories to illustrate a point. People will try to put you down and put limitations on you. And if you don't know who you are, you'll be crushed. But if you know who you are, nobody can touch you. You're resistant to other people's opinions of you and their limitations on you. You're unbothered, you're impenetrable, you're secure, 
Remember, the only thing that matters is what you think about yourself because the universe responds to the, w- to the way you view yourself. Let me repeat that. The universe responds to the way you view yourself. Now, for me, I may have had people try to bring me down, and the keyword is try. They tried all right. <laughs> But they were unsuccessful. All their attempts were unsuccessful because I knew who I was. I know who I am. And every day, I am becoming more of myself. You see, self-discovery and self-mastery is a lifelong process, but it needs to be deliberate. It needs to be intentional. Knowing who you are is the key to understanding the world around you. It'll be very difficult to understand other people's motivations and behaviors and why people are doing what they're doing if you don't even understand your own motivations and behaviors. So start with you. Once you know who you are, hold on to that, protect it, and never, ever let it go. Topic number two, self-worth. And I want to refer to a book that I just finished reading called Becoming Bulletproof by Evie Pomporas. Evie was a former special agent for the United States Secret Service. She's protected presidents, first ladies, and their families. In the book, there's a section on being presidential. How cool and prestigious does that sound? (laughs) And Evie suggests that we too have what it takes to be presidential if we can cultivate certain values, I'm sorry, certain virtues. These virtues are generosity, fortitude, gratitude, authenticity, grace, self-worth, and magnanimity. And what she did was she assigned a virtue to either a former president or first lady based on her interactions and observations of them. Now, going back to self-worth, based on what you know or how this person presents themselves in the media, can you guess which president or first lady was assigned the virtue of self-worth? And I'll give you 10 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. (laughs) Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? I want to read to you what Evie wrote in the book. And I quote, Mrs. Obama, a girl from the south side of Chicago, understood what it meant to take pride in herself. She put a great deal of care in, her, in making her body strong, in her appearance and eloquence. Her morning rituals weren't about vanity, rather self-respect and self-worth. And as a result, there was an, there was an undeniable splendor to her, a glow and a magnificence that radiated from how she spoke and carried herself. When she entered a room, everyone took notice. Okay, fast forwarding just a bit. Mrs. Obama taught me that self-worth does not depend on the opinion of others. It isn't something you stumble upon. It is something you cultivate. It is something you prioritize and practice every single day. Her daily routine was a part of that and it was non-negotiable. She prioritized her time as a mother and she prioritized her self-care. End quote. I see it too. 
Do you see it? When I look at Michelle Obama, it's undeniable that she takes great care of, a, of her physical body. She looks amazing. She's gorgeous and intelligent, but you can totally see it, that she takes great care of her body. You know she works out. <laughs> okay, now self-care of any kind is just one way to develop self-worth. The most important of all is knowing who you are, which we've already discussed. What else do you need? You need to know your strengths and expertise. What are you good at? Do you have a strong physical body? Are you a strong writer? What are your talents? What areas of life do you thrive in? You need to know these things because these are your assets that you can leverage. For example, if you want a raise in your job, you can't just walk into your boss's office and ask for a raise. It doesn't matter how long you've been there. They don't care. No one cares. It all comes down to how valuable you are to the company. Are you an asset or are you easily replaceable? You need to know what value you add to the marketplace before you can demand more money. And it's the same in business. It's the same in every area of life. People will pay well, people will only pay in accordance with how valuable you are and maybe it's perceived value. And in that case, it's up to you to sell yourself. But I recommend that you really work on yourself. Don't fool anyone. Increase your value by learning new things, adding new skills, and becoming better than who you were yesterday. The more valuable you are, the more you can charge, literally and figuratively. Think about it in terms of dating and relationships. A person who knows their worth has very high st standards. Why? Because they know their worth. So if you find yourself being mistreated, perhaps your needs aren't being met, or maybe your dating life isn't what you want it to be, you need to cultivate your self-worth. What do you bring to the table? Would you date yourself? Would you date yourself? What do you bring to the table? If you know what you bring to the table, you're not going to settle. I've heard countless times, men suck. Dating in LA sucks. My husband this or my husband that. And I'm over here thriving. I enjoy dating and I've only had great dating experiences. Why? Because I know who I am. I know my worth. I know what I will and will not allow. You see, you don't get what you want. You attract who you are. You don't get what you want. You attract who you are. So make sure that you know yourself, your worth, and your value. One more on how to develop self-worth. Qualify who gets access to you. Don't grant access to everyone. And even those who get access to you get limited access. Your time is far too valuable for you to be available to people when it's convenient for them or whenever they have a crisis. Uh-uh. And this isn't about arrogance or superiority. When you give people your time, you're also giving them your energy. You're making room for them and vice versa. And I want you to think about people in your life. I bet that you know how every conversation or interaction is going to go with each person in your life. I know in my life, I know the patterns with each of my friends and I make decisions accordingly. If I talk to this pr friend, we're for sure going to talk about this. If I talk to this other friend, the conversation is going to go this way. I know that already. And I bet you know your friends and your family as well. 
So make sure that when you grant access to someone, that that interaction or experience is mutually beneficial, that this person will add value to your life, that it fosters connection, or at the very least, that it's mutually enjoyable for both of you. Place a high value on your time because it is a finite and irreversible resource. Last on the list for today, fighting for your dreams. I love the word dream or dreams. It just sounds so mystical and magical. And there's a, it feels hopeful when you say dreams, doesn't it? (laughs) And let me give you the short version of how I fought for my dreams. I wanted to be a doctor. That was the one and only dream when I was younger. And I was on my way to medical school. I started college and was taking classes while I was working. I moved two to three times and transferred schools also two to three times. I don't remember, but something like that. I was a full-time student for some quarters, part-time for others, and I think I skipped one, maybe two quarters during that time. And I was also working when 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 I was in college, when I was in school. Cut to, I became pregnant. I took a break, went back to school, then became pregnant again. So I took another break, then returned to school because I was determined to finish. And I did. After 11 years, I did. I graduated from college at the top of my class. Hallelujah. (laughs) But it can't be that simple, right? I had someone question my school of choice and how I should just go to this school because it's closer to us. I was questioned why I switched majors and how there's no money in psychology. Guess what I did? I listened to my gut and kept doing what I was doing. I fought for my dreams. And you have to fight for your dreams. Especially to my ladies listening to this, please, please pay attention. Maybe you're a mom or a wife and maybe you've had to put your dreams on hold to support someone else's. Okay. Sacrifice if you must, but put an end date to it. You matter. Your dreams matter. You don't want to wake up one day and realize that time has passed you by. So if you want to go back to school, go for it. If you want to change fields, go do it. If you want to start a business, you can do it. Maybe you want to be a rock star. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it is, whatever your dream Whatever dream you've always had in your heart, know that you can make it happen. All you have to do is make a decision. And I'm here to help. I'm a master at making things happen. You can send me a message on Instagram if you want to. Ask me questions. My handle is in the description. There should also be a link somewhere. So look in the description of this podcast and you'll find what you're looking for. Let's wrap it up here, but I want to continue this conversation in the future. So please follow our community on Instagram at The Relentless Pod and send me questions. What else do you want to know about these topics and what other things do you need help with? I know I've shared some of my stories, but this podcast is for you, not me. I'm not here to tell you my life story. I'm here to be your guide as you continue on your journey. Now, Just to give you a heads up, the next few episodes are still going to be solo episodes. I hope 
That's okay. <laughs> but I intend to invite some guests to share their stories, knowledge, and expertise. But please give me some time because I'm still trying to figure out this podcasting thing. But thank you so much for listening. Make it a great day. Until next time. Bye.